Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Welcome back, everybody. This is the second hour of At Your Service on this Thursday night. Dave Simons filling in this evening. So glad you take time out of your evening and uh, tune in to X and specifically this very show. Again, by way of background, I am a certified financial planner by day, working um, as head of the Simons & Cordes Wealth Management Group, which is a part of UBS Financial Services. Our office is out in Chesterfield. But um, I have a little bit of a background in radio and television. That was my original degree way back in 1984 out of Mizzou and was in that industry for about 10 years. Won't bore you with the details, but uh, I had kind of had enough of it, even though there were parts of it I enjoyed, especially the last uh, four or five years where I got to be a sportscaster here in my own hometown of St. Louis, which was really cool. But I changed careers very weird. You would think there's no connection between being kind of a sports guy and all of a sudden you're managing money for people nearly 30 years ago. But that was the uh, change I made. And then in 96, I got to start a investment radio show on another AM station back then, back in 96. But um, in 04, I was hired to come over here to Camo X and have been here ever since. So as a St. Louis kid who grew up listening to Camo X, uh, you kind of pinch yourself at times. So glad to be here, and I'm so glad that you took t- time out to uh, listen in this, this evening. So, folks, I, I need to get a little bit more somber here for, for this hour, and, and you'll understand why. That's not my intent. I, I'm not trying to be dramatic here. That's not the intent at all. There is a lot that's going on in this country and a lot of divisive issues, abortion, gun control, you name it. We can talk about a lot of things right now. And one of the things that gets lost on us is we forget how to talk to others who disagree with us. So what I'm about to tell you is a reminder that it's possible. And I start, this is a true story and and, and I'll tell this woman's story. And I I got permission from her to tell the story this week. And it's a story that she's held on to for a long time, and I didn't know that she would ever want it to be talked about publicly. I'm not mentioning her name. Uh, I will refer to her as Karen. That's it. No last name, No, just Karen. So Karen is from a small rural Kansas farm area. She grew up on a farm with three other sisters, And at 18 years old, she left the farm and went to college. 
which was great for that family. Her older sister also going to college, so she was the second one. And she knew nobody. I mean, she, she will tell you she was as naive as anything. She didn't know any ways of the world at all. She, she just wasn't raised in that kind of an environment. So she was exposed to a lot of things when she went away to college. Now, fortunately, um, she made friends very easily, very social, very agreeable, very talkative, attractive. And so she had a lot of friends right away in her freshman year. And she also attracted the interest of some boys. That, that's what happens, right? Especially when you're 18 and you're in college. And one boy in particular really took a fancy toward Karen and was pretty aggressive about it. I mean, he called her a lot, wanted to go out on a date. Karen kept saying no. And But her friends were saying, you know, just... Just go out with him one time. Just, just, and then he'll stop bothering you because then you can just say, no, it didn't work out. And she's like, I don't think so. I don't find him attractive. I don't find him interesting. Finally, after he kept harassing her, okay, I'll go get a soda with you at the local sit-down soda place in this town in Kansas, this college town. So they were out on their first date. The decision that Karen made that night to go on a date changed her life in a very dramatic and dark way. There is no turning back. That night she was raped. We would call it date rape today, but I think date rape, it kind of sanitizes it. It's like, well, at least she wasn't walking down a dark alley and some stranger grabbed her. Rape is rape. So even though she knew this boy, she, uh, an 18-year-old rural naive girl who had not even really kissed a boy, was taken sexually advantage of. She would say that the thing that she remembers is looking out the window of this car that they were in and seeing a farmhouse down the road that she wanted desperately to get to, but she couldn't. And she just felt like the life was draining from her at that moment in the car. But it gets worse, believe it or not, for Karen. She's pregnant. She gets pregnant on her one and only time. Oh, but wait, there's more. This is the early 60s in a small rural Kansas town where these things aren't supposed to happen. You can get kicked out of your community as an unwed mother. You can be ostracized from your church, even from your own family. So believe it or not, Karen marries this boy in a private ceremony that was basically demanded by the parents of both the boy and Karen. This was 1961, and the wedding occurred in 1962. They were married. Two months later, Karen gives birth to a baby boy. The marriage, no surprise, was not good. There was abuse. Karen's story kept getting darker. She would go to work. She dropped out of college, by the way. So her life has changed forever. Karen had goals. 
She was going to go someplace. She had the personality for it. She was going to college. Her family didn't do that kind of stuff. She did. But now she is a stay-at-home mother as an 18, now 19-year-old who never went back to college, married the woman, the man who raped her, and who is now abusing her. And she's living in a private hell. And she goes to work with a black eye, and as she will tell you, her co-workers, female co-workers, were begging her to go report this to the authorities, but she wouldn't. She finally gets enough courage after she has a second son with this man to walk away. And, of course, this kind of a man doesn't go away quietly. And it was very nasty and very messy, and he made all kinds of accusations. But she grabbed the boys and she left. And she moved out of this small town and would eventually remarry. That boy, that young boy who was born, will tell you he remembers in his first few years of life while his biological dad and his mom, he just only remembers yelling, screaming, and crying. That's it. Nothing else. I know the story well because that boy is me. And Karen is my mother. So... I called her this week and I told her that I wanted to tell the story a little bit because of this whole issue of abortion, but not in a way that people are going to think it's going. So please stay with me. Do not start to come to conclusions about what I'm about to say, because you'll be wrong. There is more to the story, and there's a reason why this is even being said publicly for the first time. Stay with us. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there.
there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. All right, my friends, welcome back. It's 919 here in St. Louis. Dave Simons along with you. And I told I was uh, I told you I was going to be a little bit more somber this uh, this hour, and I think you got a feel for that here. Um, as I told, what I, I guess is a, a pretty dramatic story for a lot of you to hear. Again, this is not to be titillating. It's not to the, the shock value is not intentional. There is a reason for the story, and I'm just going to continue to go. I've really worked hard on this to spell this out. I've written down notes on this, which I normally don't do because I want to get this right, because this is such a controversial topic, this whole thing about abortion. It just needs to be said properly. So please bear with me as I work through some of this. But you should know that I never knew this story until three years ago, believe it or not. I was never told. All I knew is my biological dad, and that's how I refer to him, And my mom got married a few months before I was born. So I just always assumed that it was one of those, oops, yeah, you weren't really meant to be, but here you are. So, yeah, we did the right thing and we got married. That's all I knew of the story. My mom had always kept this a secret. The only people who knew were her sisters and her parents and maybe a few selected friends as she, in her younger day. I have no idea. And the person that she ended up marrying, who I called dad to this day, he knows the story. That's it. She just felt like she wanted to protect me from knowing that. And I get that. I, I, maybe she was going to go to her grave with it, but out of the blue, she asked me to lunch a few years ago. And she just said, there's something I need to share with you. So we literally went to this bread co in the valley across from my office And we're sitting outside in the summer of 2019, and she tells me what really happened. And I couldn't speak. I just sat there numb. And when I went back to my UBS office and closed the door, I started crying. I, Because your whole life, who you think you are, and how you came into the world, it doesn't make any sense anymore. You, you are the product of a crime. That, that's what, that was the voice I was hearing. And then I start, I'm a faith-based guy. I, I wasn't raised that way. I came about that as an adult, but I am today. And so I start hearing this, this evil voice in there like, oh, you're a bastard child. Oh, you came, you, you're not worth anything. You, You came through as a rape. I mean, seriously, this undid me so much. I was a mess. 
because who you thought you were, you start questioning everything about yourself. It's not fair as I look back. It's ridiculous. But at the time, it was very real. And I've worked through it all. I'm fine, all adjusted. Everything's cool. But it was very hard there at first. So this whole issue with abortion that that is front and center, I wanted to kind of use my mom's personal story, my personal story, and come into the middle of this for a reason you'll see in just a second. But to do that, I needed to see what my mom was comfortable in me telling publicly on the air here at KMOX for all these thousands of people listening right now, not just in St. Louis, but because this... The, the waves go all across the country, and now people can listen online, and who knows how many people are hearing this story. And I, I told her, you know, this, this is going to be kind of a big thing. But I'm, I'm, I only want to go so far. I just, well, I'll say you were an 18-year-old woman, and you went out on a date, and you got pregnant, but I don't need to go any f- How far are you comfortable? And she shocked me, and she said, you need to tell the whole story. I'm tired of holding this in. I'm 79 years old. And when I see other people on TV who said they've held in the secret for so long and they feel liberated that they were finally able to address it, I'm about to turn 80 and it's time it just comes out. And if it's through your voice, so be it. I wasn't expecting it. And so there you go. I have permission There are even more sordid details that I have personally decided I am not describing. They're even worse, and I'm not going there. I think I don't need to. You already get the gist of this. I'm fortunate she found another husband who I consider my dad, but even that didn't last. It was about a nine-year marriage, so I went through two different divorces, and neither one of them were pleasant. That's a whole other story. But, folks... When it gets to the abortion story, and you hear a story like this, would you think that I'm personally pro-life or pro-choice? Think about that for a second. Do you think my mom is pro-life or pro-choice? Do you know? Let me tell you that I asked some very pointed, tough questions at my mom. I wanted to know if there was a chance I wouldn't be here. She was an unwed mother at 18 in rural Kansas, who had been raped. Her answer, I didn't even think about it, but it makes sense, because she was so naive, she didn't even know abortion existed. There was no option. She was going to have the child. What? She wasn't going into a back alley. She wasn't going to find some doctor somewhere that performed abortions. Remember, this is 1961. It wasn't exactly legal everywhere. Women still found ways to do it. She didn't even know that was a thing. So there was no choice in her mind. It was just a matter of, I raised the boy sing by myself. Oh, I'm being made to get married to this. Okay, I guess I have to do that. That's where she comes from. Would anyone blame me if I tell, for those of you on the pro-choice side, would you be angry at me and want to yell at me if I tell you I'm pro-life? Do you label me? Am I a bad guy? Do I want to take away the rights of women? Would you yell and scream at me if we were out in some public place? Or is it different now that you know my story, where you would say, well, in your case, I get it. 
Because if this kind of thing happened today to a different kind of woman, you may not be here. So this is personal to you. Fair enough. Hold on to that for a second. Would it surprise you that my mom is pro-choice? It may. But as she told me this week, because we've not had this discussion. She's 79. I'm about to turn 60. This is the first time we've talked about this. This week, knowing that I was going to discuss this on the show. And I never knew if she was pro-choice, pro-life. I I didn't know. I've never talked to her about it. And she said she's pro-choice. And the reason she doesn't feel that she has the right to tell other women to follow what she had to go through and have her whole life changed and drop out of college and have all these aspirations taken away from her and marry the guy who basically, mm, her, and then be forced into a marriage and then be abused, she said, what right do I have to tell other women that's what they should do to save this baby? And I get that. And I hope pro-life people who are on my side of this can respect that feeling of the woman who's lived it So those of you who are out there yelling and screaming, just think about this for a second. The people you're screaming at may have a story that you don't have any idea what you're talking about. These are real human beings, and I think it's okay to affirm them. It doesn't mean you agree with them. You can think very, very seriously about the fact that they are making a wrong decision and a wrong choice in your eyes but to still affirm them as a human being and as a fellow American. Nobody knows my story until tonight. So I think if some people found out that I was more pro-life, maybe those on the pro-choice side would be not happy with me until perhaps they find out there's a little context and say, well, I still don't like the fact that you're that, but okay, I get it why you might feel that way. Maybe I'd feel that way too if I were in your shoes. And it's the same way on the other side. For those folks who are pro-life, who are talking to a woman who had to live through hell, and I mean hell, maybe you can understand why she wouldn't want other people to have to go through that, even if it means taking a life like mine. Yeah, that's tough. That's tough to say. That's tough for me to have just said that. But we need to turn down the rhetoric. And by the way, it's not just abortion. It's on everything. Gun control. Those of you who just hate the fact that there are any guns out there and you think the Second Amendment is an abomination, you might want to at least talk to the people who grow up in rural areas around guns and who treat them like the way they should be treated with respect. And they go hunt and they treat their kids how to treat guns with respect, and it's a cultural thing that's been in their family for a century, understand where they're coming from, and vice versa. Those of you who are very pro-gun and pro-Second Amendment, understand that maybe somebody who's against it might have a pretty dramatic story. Listen and affirm. We'll be back. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. 
Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back, everybody. It's 9.33. Well, can we all just kind of take a deep breath here and whew, let's let a little air out here, okay? that That's more for me. I don't know that anyone else needed to, but I I, I had to. So, um, you know, I think most of you are probably familiar with uh, the, the classic Christmas movie. I guess it's Christmas. Yeah, it is. It's a Wonderful Life, Jimmy Stewart, right? And how he finds out what the world or his little corner of it, how it would have looked differently if he were not around. And I thought a lot about that as I was talking to one of my team members this week, telling him he's a somewhat newer member of the team and um, kind of telling him a little bit of the story that I just told you all and how I was through my mom's permission, going to kind of just go for it and, and release it to make a broader point about respecting other opinions because you don't know their backstory. And I said, you think about this for a second. Just one little decision. How, how, how fragile the tapestry of our lives are. I mean, in one hand, they're so interconnected and strong, but on the other hand, one little minor decision the other way and countless lives that don't even seem to be connected are changed in innumerable ways. Like, for example, if my mom decided never to even go on that date, I wouldn't be here. Isn't that strange to think about? Or if she did decide or she knew about abortion and knew that she could go get it done somewhere because it was happening. If she had decided that, how I wouldn't even be on the show right now. And more than that, the person that I was talking to who I hired wouldn't be working there right now. So where would he be? Isn't that strange? So that's what that movie is all about. It's a wonderful life. And there's so many different, it's like God knows, he just, it's the tapestry of the, of the world and the life and how we're interconnected and our, and our brains cannot understand how this all works together. It's like a Persian rug. You know what a Persian rug looks like underneath? On, on the surface, it's one of the most beautiful works of art, but on, you look on the other side and it's a mess. Well, we're kind of the underside, how we live our lives. But here's God on the top going, no, I bring all this together to create beauty. You don't understand 
kind of how I bring all this together, and, and that's how I've always seen it. So it's really strange that every person who has made a decision, that decision then is multiplied millions of times, the ripple effect through life. And I've thought so much about that in the last three years since this uh, revelation was made to me uh, by my mother. But I just had to share that um, little part of it. But I want to get back to the bigger issue, the the whole reason that this all started, because I, I just, I'm sad for our country. I really am. And this isn't some old guy oh my gosh, things have changed and kids today and get off my lawn. And it's not like that at all. I already told you, I go to rock concerts of young new shows by myself at my age. I, I think I'm as hip as anyone for my age. I'm still out running and doing marathons and triathlons. So I live a very young life and I'm very connected. So it's not like that at all. But I think we can all agree that the temperature has been been turned up in this country, and we don't know how to talk to each other for the most part. And I see it. People that I knew in high school, when I see the kind of things that they put out on Facebook and they think it's normal, it's like, I, I don't even know what happened to you. You are just so hateful and condescending now. And you weren't that way 10 years ago. And and now this is like acceptable behavior. Social media, I think there's a good side to it. But you look at one of the worst things, and I'm sorry, I'll just say it, is Twitter. And I know it's a, there's a St. Louis connection to it, but I'm sorry, Twitter is a cesspool. And it's one of the things that has led to the divisiveness of this country. And now it's just acceptable behavior to go on there and just cuss and scream and yell. And, and now it's just normal. Where if, if we could have taken this back even 20 years and said, look, look what this world is going to look like, look what the country is going to be talking about. People would, they, you would lose your mind. You couldn't believe that we've let ourselves get to this place. I, I, I use Ronald Reagan as, as an example. Now, <laughs> this will be divisive for some people. I know it's Republican versus Democrat, but I'll go ahead and say it. He's my favorite president of my lifetime, and I've been voting since 1980, and I followed politics even before that. I remember watching Richard Nixon in in August of 1974 in fascination at age 12, basically tell the world and tell the camera that he was resigning effective immediately. So I've been very much involved in politics and, and I just think the world of Ronald Reagan. He would not, he would not, and I don't care what anyone says in the GOP, he would not recognize his party today. He just wouldn't. But because I'm an equal opportunity antagonist, I will tell you that John F. Kennedy would not recognize his party today. He wouldn't. There are extreme factions on both sides now, the left and the right, that are just the crazies, as I call them. They just are. And they have too much of a powerful voice, and we kind of let that because I think we're afraid to step up. Why? Because we get shut down. And we got shot down. And we get yelled at, and we get called names. Um, the first time that ever happened to me, I wasn't even talking about politics, but I was actually filling in for a show here on KMOX, and this goes back a while. I I had never heard at that time the the uh, acronym RHINO. I hadn't. I've never talked about the fact that I'm Republican or Democrat ever on, on the show, although today's probably about as close as I've ever done it, and I think maybe I've even stepped over the edge. I think you've gotten a, a decent idea. But I don't even remember the issue. 
And I get this email from a guy going, I don't even know why they let you on the air, you big rhino. I'm like, rhino? What the heck is he talking about? I'm not fat. So I go, but he, but he put it on all capital. So I figured, okay, this means something. And now this was a number of years ago. I'd never heard of it. Republican in name only. What? I just started laughing. What? So this was before people were really yelling at each other all the time, like it's normal behavior. And so as a nice guy, because I don't yell at people, I, I love to engage in conversation, especially with people who disagree with me. But as long as they're reasonable, we can have a reasonable conversation and we will likely still disagree at the end. But at least we understand each other where we're coming from and we can affirm each other a little bit better. So that's how I emailed him back. I'm like, sir, I, you know, uh, first of all, I never even talked about parties. I never talked about politics. And I'm sorry that you feel this way. And man, that just, this guy sent this scathing email back. Like now he's getting into the fact that I might as well be a Marxist. And I, I'm just like, whoa, that was the first, this was even before social media got really hot and heavy. So I don't even remember how many years ago this was. Late 2000s, maybe? I don't even know if Rhino was around. When, whenever. I, I don't recall. And that was my first taste of it. So um, I have a Twitter account. I follow like three people. Seriously. I, I just don't. But I see other things that come through, and I just shake my head. I've never posted ever one time. I'll go on the St. Louis Post-Dispatch chat room. I've never posted there ever but I've been following it for 20 years and I'm amazed at how people treat each other there. It's, it's just crazy. And here's the other thing. It, you know, there's a thing that we say, are you, are you a better than average driver? You know, 85% of the people respond yes. When that's mathematically impossible, right? Only 50% can be better than average, but 85% believe they are. It's funny, but that's how, People will never look at themselves outside of the other 15% and say, yeah, I'm really actually a pretty bad driver, I admit. Well, we we do that in the way that we look at our political divide in this in this country. And we'll say, you know, this country is so divisive right now. And, you know, if 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 we could just get along, I mean, it's just crazy. And then you find the same person on Twitter, USOB, you can so people talk one way as if they're not part of the problem. Can I step on a few toes here? I probably already have. People listening right now, many of you are part of the problem. Look in the mirror and determine, are you the ones on social media just going off on people? And maybe you're proud of it. Good for you. Happy for you. What have you advanced in society? What have you done to help yourself? Others of you don't quite get it. You think you have a right and you are righteous in your indignation, but you have no idea the damage that you're doing. You don't. Just take it easy. Sit back. There are times where I've talked to clients who might get really upset about something they, they've heard on television that's financial related. And I can hear the news on in the background of a particular news channel. And I'll say, you know what you need to do is turn that off and go take a walk and don't turn that on for a week. Don't. Your life is not going to be worse 
by not watching that. It's not. Try it. I've done that. As a political junkie, I used to watch the nightly news programs on cable all the time. And I'd watch them all because I needed to hear all sides. I'd go to Fox. I'd go to CNN. I'd go to over to MSNBC. I'd go back to Fox. Drives my wife crazy. We now watch television in separate rooms a lot of times at night because of it. Well, not anymore because I stopped. I stopped in the last election, 2020. It was just out of hand. And I've never gotten back and my life has been great because of it. How about a little bit more financial stuff, all right? Let's get away from all this uh, heavy talk for a second, all right? Otherwise, I won't be able to fall asleep when I get home. So let's get back to something I actually enjoy. And that's on the market stuff, which we'll do when we come back. I've always said I'm amazed at how fast the two hours go by when I'm on the air. Uh, and that's been going on for, uh, what, gosh, 26 years now, back to uh, 1996. And every time I'm on the air, it's like, man, I feel like I'm just getting into a rhythm. And it's, oh, goodbye. See you next time. But here we are at 949. I've got um, a little bit more to go. And then I'll say uh, goodnight to you. Uh, by the way, for those of you, I, I've referenced this weekly email newsletter that I write. And if you're interested in it, now it's all about the the markets and I give my insight of what's going on and we talk about some things and we parse what's happening. If you have any interest in being a part of it right now, we've got about a thousand people. It's like 950 people or so who are on it. Uh, and I've been writing it for, oh gosh, a number of years now. Uh, it is anonymous in a way that don't worry that no one's trying to sell you anything. This is not about growing my business. If I could tell you about my business right now, we are not in the growth mode. Haven't been. It's a it's a mature business. Uh, there's other things going on within it. We're very pleased with what we are. I just still love coming on and hosting the show, and I still love as a journalist, a former journalist, writing the email newsletter. I have a passion for it. Passion plus hard work creates magic. I've always told my kids that. Hopefully that's one of the things that they listen to their old man about now that they're out and about at ages, what, 20, gosh, 28 and 25. I can't believe it. Yeah. Passion plus hard work. It does create magic and it creates wonderful things in your own little corner of the world. So if you're interested in signing up for it, no one's emailing you back with any kind of solicitation. In fact, you are put on a blind carbon copy. I don't even see it. Um, you can email david.simons at ubs.com. That's David period Simons, which is S-I-M-O-N-S at U, B as in boy, S as in Sam, dot com. And you don't have to write anything in the email itself, just in the subject line. You just put add me to the email commentary, sign me up to the newsletter, whatever, something like that. And you'll be added on. If I get it in time, you will actually get tomorrow's. I usually send mine out mm, anywhere from 9 to 11 in the morning. Sometimes it takes longer because they do have to be approved by compliance. I try to get the newsletter to compliance by late Wednesday, certainly by early Thursday morning. Hopefully it's a quick turnaround. Sometimes I don't get it until noon or 1, but always on a Friday. So if you email that now, or even in the morning, you can be on tomorrow's. Um, and it's a good one. I just thought about some things that, that uh, writing about. All right. So 
I want to take you back to the year I was born. And we're actually going to talk about something that's not like really heavy and really dark about 1961-62. The reason I'm bringing this era up is it's uncanny how what happened in the market back then is matching almost perfectly what's happening in the market here 60 years later. If you laid them over and a lot of the same things were happening. We were starting to fall into a recession in late 61 and into 62, and inevitably, of course, the market starts to pull back. And it started in December of 61, and the first half of 1962, that was one of the years. For those of you listening at the beginning of the show, I listed only five years prior to this when the market was down at least 15% in the first half of the year. Only five times. 1962 was one of them. 2022 now is the sixth time that's ever happened over the past century. It's down 20% in change. So that's what was happening in 62. The S&P 500 ended up declining from its very top in December of 61 down into early July. It ended up bottoming. Nobody knew it was the ultimate bottom. Of course, you never know. But it was um, a little after July 4th. The total decline for the S&P was 28%. This bear market, the total decline at this point is 23.9. That was hit a couple of weeks ago. And then what happens a lot in bear markets is then you get this rally and it sucks a lot of people in and you think, hey, the bear market's over. We can start buying again. And then there is selling and we're not done yet. That was the classic kind of a W pattern. If you can... Picture the W, you go down, you hit a bottom, you go back up, and oh, we got to go back down, there's another leg. That's how 62 played out. So it went back down again into November. Man, these things take time. It tests your patience, these bear markets. It's testing you now. I know it. You got to stay with it. It didn't quite, that second part of that leg didn't quite go back down to that 28% number, but it got close. That second leg hit the 26.4. So this is what happens in, in true, true bear markets where people panic, they start to sell, and then the market goes up. Like, oh, shoot, okay, I'm going to buy back in. And then it goes down, and they say, that's it. They swear themselves away from investing forever because they've just been had again. And that's why uh, it was, is it Warren Buffett who said some, but I don't remember who said that a bear market returns capital to its rightful owner. I love that line. I don't remember if it was Buffett or Buffett or Benjamin Graham or uh, Benjamin Graham or somebody, but what they were saying is the individual investor who doesn't think long-term or thinks he thinks long-term until you get into a bear market and then gives way to panic and fear, well, there are long-term investors who don't think in terms like that. They actually take advantage, and they will be more than happy to buy stocks off of you when the market's down 20 25 30%. So capital is returned to its rightful owner. I love that line. So it bottoms in November. Actually, it had ultimately bottomed in early July. It goes up. Then it goes back down. That was the final, that's the final washout. That's what we call it. Final washout. Your final investors who have been trying to hang in there, they've had enough, they're out. 
And then it was off to the races at that point, and it was the start of a 44-month bull market. No predictions. We don't know for sure. But if you overlaid 60 years ago to this one, they're almost identical so far. But I get back to saying you have to figure out the inflation story first and the recession story, and then you will know where the market is going from here. All right? Folks, it's been an interesting show. Let me put it that way this time around. Glad you joined us. Hopefully you can sign up for that newsletter that I'll send out tomorrow. In the meantime, have a wonderful, safe, and enjoyable July 4th holiday. See ya. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.